Welcome back to the NSFW Geek. Um, damn, it has been a long time, everyone. Took you long enough. What the hell does that mean? It was just hanging for a month. You know the last time we had an episode was on Halloween, right? You do know my mental health matters, right? Whatever. Anyways, what are we talking about today? Well, first let's recap. Right, well, I have an idea what we want to discuss since a certain holiday is approaching. Yep, Thanksgiving. A time of family, friends, witnessing your trust with cousins-in-law passively aggressively ignoring your existence, seeing all your family in your age group have already started families, have gotten married, while you wallow in your sadness with two or more glasses of wine to ease that dry turkey down your throat as you think about your life choices. Much like that cock that we- No, 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 no. Bad Livy. Ow! We didn't actually gobble a cock. It was a turkey. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, before we expose how much shame we actually have, zero, I was talking about how we covered a similar food-related fetish. Oh, theaterism. Yeah. What did you think I was going to cover? Cockworming? No, no, no. That's the um, stocking stuffer episode for, for Christmas. This is a different kind of cock stuffing. <laughs> oh, has many jokes with this one. Hmm. Don't worry, we have, plenty of jokes. we have plenty of jokes for this one too. Now, we all know that this is a very popular fetish. So much so that it's considered normal to say that you like fat women or fat men. Which, as for men, not our thing. We give our love to the community since we are very much a part of the feedy side of things. But we love the girls more than men. By trans girls have standards, or preferences, I guess. Trust me. Anyways, yeah, um, but this season, this season, all the feedy theater couples groups might vote on a night in this holiday season. Why not have the family dinner first and then have home dinner? Well, I mean, yeah, you could do that, but it's just, it's not entirely a bad idea. But the specifics don't matter here. Me and Liv are gonna give you, uh, and big peeps and equally bigger, smaller counterparts, tips on having a safe holiday at the bedroom. At the bedroom. At the table, I mean. one. <laughs> Safety first. You think for one second no harm can come from eating a lot or force feeding, right? You are dead wrong. Not to rain on your cute chub parade, but that food is about as deadly as poison with this fetish activity. When consuming meats other than this, this cock, <laughs> I saw that coming. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> I had to draw my script for that one. Fucking dork. <laughs> Remove the chicken bones or from the turkey, or in this case, you know, don't force feed her partner and that stuff. Just, you know, let them handle it all at their own pace. And make sure that you know the Heimlich and resuscitation procedures in the event of choking. Discuss for anything that matter, such as green beans, casserole, uh, mashed potatoes, pie. And especially cornbread. Yeah, fuck cornbread. Number two, slow and steady equals cute and heavy. As for the whole pace thing, allowing your girl or guy or non-binary human plushie to gorge on food they want is important to be to a successful stuffing. But it's never a good thing to have them eat so fast that they end up getting sick. Same for you feeties. Enjoy what you're eating, otherwise pleasure is moot. It's like they always say, eat, don't inhale. But for real, breathe too, and drink plenty of whatever you prefer drinking in order to wash down the good noms your partner is feeding you, or that you're feeding yourself while your partner watches in on in excited glee. <laughs> Number three, a little teasing never hurt anyone. Teasing, especially when being a feeder, can be enjoyable for both parties. So be sure to do more than just watch your partner or eat like a freaking stalker or some shit. <laughs> Feeders, you can do things like come up behind your lover, whispering dirty things and dirty praises into their ear about how sexy they are when, for example, they fill themselves up. And interjecting later how you want to fill them up even more afterwards. You know what I mean? And feedies, 
Try teasing your partner with like some shifting of your body, rub your stomach, moan, groan, and teasingly ask for help eating something. Then totally eat said food item in whatever seductive way you like. I'm sure you have no problem getting creative. Degrading comments and other such forms of dirty talk are also okay, but make sure your boo, like, you know, you know, that they like it. You know, sit them down before speaking about this. <laughs> but you'd like that too, wouldn't you, my filthy fucking slut? <laughs> Jesus, Liv, what the fuck was that? Oh, did I come too strong? A little bit. <laughs> Number four, clothing. This one's pretty straightforward and can be explained right away in two words. One, no clothes. Two. Stretch your pants. Mm-hmm. Same difference. <laughs> Number five, aftercare. You don't need to be a rocket scientist to know when you eat enough, you get really full and possibly bloated. Ties a drum, temporarily immobile. Sorry for the false hope of you with the mobility as a goal. The point is that once your partner says stop and that they've had enough, then let them breathe. Cut themselves and be right there to help them when they need you. Ask them permission if they're okay with being touched. If you got the okay, it's never a bad idea to give them a decent belly rub or plenty of praising and kisses on the head and cheek. Offer your heavyset lover antacids or maybe a helping hand to the couch. As a dominant feeder, it is your job to make sure that they are okay, unharmed, and are cuddled and loved properly. If they require a lift to the couch or bed, please, for the love of God, do not carry them. We tried this ourselves, and it's best to take the wounded soldier arm approach before, you know, trying to carry them or anything like that. Your back will thank you. Number six, the beginning of the end. Of course, after their new curves and... Oh, fucking yeah, I just What the mind. hell, man? <laughs> Of course, after their new curves and God damn Jesus it, Jesus fucking, <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> asshole. Ah. Uh. What the fuck? <laughs> Shut up, Snapchat. Uh, of course, after their new curves and sloshy full stomach, attest to being stuffed more than the Thanksgiving turkey, and the need and the need arises to make love to your overweight beauty slash husky hunk. It's not. Did I don't think we need to tell the feeder or feedy couples or groups how to fuck Cliff. They're adults, and the parents gave them the talk at least once. Maybe there's no doubt that they've seen porn like this. Right, right. The bent over, the bent over or cowgirl approach is most popular in these situations. So I suppose our last um, tip of the segment is to have fun. Enough said. Gotta say, Liv, now that we've talked about this, I'm kind of hungry myself. We're independent VDs. I think we can handle this part, okay? Hells yes. Stay tuned, everyone. After we grab a bite, we will deliver the geek news part of the month since Olivia's mental health break actually lasted that long. Yep, guess we have quite a segment ahead. Stay tuned. You feel better? Definitely better. Nothing solves hunger like food. That's the only thing that solves hunger. Well, that and death. Um, shall we get to the geek stuff? Yes. Alright, Elon Musk of Tesla unveiled the new Tesla Cybertruck this month. The new electronic on the pickup truck is cutting edge and very cyber looking. However, when Musk tested out the car's armored up feature, he takes a sledgehammer to the door and then he tries to throw a steel ball at the window. Which at that point the glass shatters. <laughs> and and Musk's explanation for this, why the armored windows shattered, was the sledgehammer cracked the base of the window and the ball was the thing that made the crack much worse. Later he tweeted on November 25th, Yep, sledgehammer impact on door cracked the base of glass, 
which is why steel ball didn't bounce off. Should have done steel ball in the window, then sledgehammer. Next time. <laughs> How the fuck did that even happen? <laughs> I honestly don't even fucking know. <laughs> it's like, oh hey, this bulletproof vest is impossible to shoot through, and then you shoot the vest of the fucking sniper in the gut, and the guy wearing it is like, fucking nothing. Okay. Then you take. Then you take. <laughs> take a goddamn. <laughs> handgun and shoot them in the chest and the fucking dude gets knocked on his ass and dies <laughs> and the response was oh the sniper cracked the base of the vest and the handgun was the final blow oops handgun first then sniper next time uh, <laughs> fucking hell <laughs> fucking hell <laughs> good times god you remember charmed fuck yeah i remember charmed do you, like, do you like the reboot? I did not like it, no. <laughs> well, you're not alone. Alyssa Milano. Phoebe! <laughs> yes, former Charmed star Alyssa Milano has admitted that she feels disrespected by the CW's reboot of the fantasy drama series. In an interview with US Weekly, Alyssa, who played Sister Phoebe, was asked if she'd ever consider uniting with the co-stars of the um, original show, Holly Marie Coombs and Shan Doherty, which played Piper and Prue. What'd she say? That, she said that ship has sailed. I think that they ruined the possibility of that by the way in which the reboot came down. Like the fact that the, we weren't included from the very beginning, it felt just really disrespectful, you know? It's sad too, because I think we would have all come together to do something we created that would, and uh, that that we created that world. Um, it would have been amazing, is what she said. God That's damn fucking cockballs! On a website called US. Mm. Livy! Thanks, CW. You fucked up Charmed. Hope you're happy. Actually, they are very happy since the show has just finished this first season and has been renewed for a second. Inconceivable! This is absurd! Have you, have you ever seen the show itself? Do I really need to answer that question? Well, why don't we come back to this and watch the first season and then give our honest opinion? Like, give it a first, you know, a shot at first. <gasps> Fine. I'm telling you firsthand, I won't like it. We will see. And finally, Disney Plus is here. Starting at $6.99 a month or $69.99 a year, you can. <laughs> what now? $69. Ow! Behave. Anyway, yes, mommy. I swear to God, if you want to make me punish you right now while I'm recording, I'll fucking. Wait. Did you say mommy? Would mistress be better? This just got weird. You want to talk about punishing yourself, you fucking heathen? I will withhold masturbation! <gasps> you wouldn't. Motherfucking watch me. Fine. Good Livy. As my statistics I put it, the monthly price for Disney Plus is $6.99 and $69.99 a year. Plus you get one week free trial, try it out first. You get all the awesome new and older Disney content, all one streaming service, available on streaming devices everywhere. You know, you and I both be binging the um, Star Wars and Marvel content, right? That's the end game. Hey! <laughs> And uh, we get to rewatch Sight and Cody. Oh, and, and we get to watch we watch um That's a Raven and the Sweet Life. I'm just saying that, dude. And all the classic Disney movies too. Uh, Beauty and the Beast, Toy Story, freaking Cinderella. Stop it now, or you maybe go to Little Space. I swear to God, you got a baby girl. Stop! I said no. Oh shit! Goddamn it! Technical difficulties. Fuck. Well, fuck. <sighs> Give us a sec. Okay, that was it for our show today. Check out our Patreon, Twitter, and our Timber. That's Patreon, Twitter, and Tumblr. And don't forget to have a happy Thanksgiving. Fucking dicks. Thank you guys. See you next time. Bye.
You okay? You need a juice box or anything? Yeah, I'm good, I'm good. Wanna watch Spider-Man from Robin Hood? Go. They don't have Spider-Man on there yet. What? 